Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Balancing the Biz. I am really excited for today's episode. I have a lot of energy. I feel like I'll have a lot of serotonin running through me. So we are going to be chatting about shots of serotonin for the winter slump. Okay, guys, it's the reality of this time of year. Everyone is kind of feeling down and out. Megan, would you, well, you just said you have a ton of serotonin running through you. So maybe not in this moment. (laughs) Yeah, today. But before we hopped on the phone, we were talking about this um, episode and I was telling Kate that my, like in the beginning of January, it's always so hard for me to like get back into the swing of things. And then I also had COVID. So I had to like, it was just like a lot of things at once. And Mm -hmm. I've just now this past week have finally gotten my stride and been like, okay, like I am back to Megan. Like I feel good. So I feel good. I feel like a lot of people are in that same boat. I kind of went through that as well. And I've been hearing like COVID's just going around and normal sickness because of the weather and everything. And we've gotten snow two times in one month, which is, we were supposed to get it for a third time, but all these fluctuating temperatures, they always mess with me. Yeah. And, seriously. you know, January is just a hard month for me in general. Um, just with some things that have happened in my past and anniversaries. So this episode I am very partial to as well. I'm very excited to talk about this because right. a lot of the things we're talking about today are things that I do pretty regularly. Um, and I think it would be beneficial for everyone, but first I wanted to just kind of talk about how low levels of serotonin can manifest and what that looks like for everyone. And that could be anxiety, depression. I've had a lot more anxiety this month. I don't know if you have experienced that Megan, but yeah, I definitely did in the beginning of the month, like the first two, two and a half weeks I was, it was not fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been feeling that too. And a lot of that came from me not being able to do what I normally have been doing in my day-to-day because I was under the weather and needed to give myself space. So that tends to create a lot of anxiety for me when I feel like I should be doing, this is the case of the shoulds, should be doing Mm -hmm. things and I can't, or maybe I need to choose to pause on it. So that can create a lot of anxiety for me. So yeah. I think in general, it's like having the routine gone. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for me is that it's so hard, like during the holidays, like things are like fun and exciting and yeah, routines are gone a lot of the times, but it's fun and you're around family, you other distractions. Friends. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like you feel, it just feels normal. But then once you get back into January, it's so freaking hard to get back into a routine. And at least for me, if when I have a routine, I am like my best self. Same. Like I can tell a huge difference in like my quality of life and my mental state. And it's, uh, it's like uncanny. It's crazy. Yeah. And plus with the holidays, a lot of people take time off, like December tends to be slow for me. So I just kind of let all of my routine go out the window and just allow that space of not having to be obligated to clients and other things and, you know, that, um, take up my time. And so, yeah, when I have to get back to the grind in January, it's just kind of like, oh man, but I will say it's not as bad as when I worked a nine to five 
job. Like I really would, I would dread January because it's like, you've had all this time off to yourself and then you're having to go and give your energy for someone else's benefit. And so now that it's, you know, I give all that energy to me and my business, it's not as bad, but it's still, it still comes up and it's totally okay if you experience that in January or even throughout the year. I never even thought about that because I've never really worked like a typical nine to five situation, but that makes perfect sense. Like that must be so hard for corporate people to go back into like normal, normal everyday work again. That's got to be really hard. Yeah, it was hard. I I remember being in that place every year. It was just kind of like January, February, I'd be questioning like, is it time for me to leave? you know, right. Yeah. That's just because I was in my head, but I want to get back on topic. (laughs) So some other ways this can show up is irritability, edginess. I've been kind of on edge myself and I've noticed that and, um, it's totally okay. I've been giving myself grace around that. And then lack of sleep fatigue, and then also craving sweets. I have like a little bit of everything when it comes to all of these things. (laughs) I don't know if that's the same for you, Megan. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I feel like I experience all of them. Um, And I feel like lack of sleep is probably the biggest one that affects you in like multiple different ways. Obviously, anxiety and depression is big too, but like lack of sleep and fatigue then also like creates more anxiety and depression. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a, you know, running cycle. So if you're having trouble falling asleep, that is huge for your mental state and your emotional state. Um, I can see how it would be really, really hard when you're not able to get a full night's sleep for you to feel like your days are, are good, you know? Oh yeah. Especially, um, now that I'm in the coaching realm, I'm having to really monitor that and make sure that I am getting everything that I need so I can show up as my best self. Right. And I want to do that in my business to begin with, but with coaching, it's another level of that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, not getting sleep. Oh, it's hard for me to articulate. I feel like I can't communicate as well. I'm more closed off. I kind of go into more, being more introverted and because my job kind of demands me to be extroverted, bring that energy. It can be very difficult when I'm not getting the sleep that I need. Yeah. That's a really good point. You mentioned that coaches or just in general being um, around people, if that, if your job is having to be in a place where people are enjoying themselves and they're showing up as their best. You really have to keep that in mind when you're showing up in your business that you are doing the things and taking care of yourself. Like if I showed up on a wedding day and I was like fatigued, I didn't really sleep all the night before, or I don't even drink the night before weddings anymore at all, because I know that I'm not going to be my best self the next day. I know I'm going to feel like a little blah or whatever. And people can tell that people can read energy really easily you can feel sometimes. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can feel if you're not your best self. So like the morning of a wedding or the morning before I see a client, I want to make sure I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at like my peak state. Like I feel good. I feel energized. You know, I think that that people can really tell when you're not in those states. Yeah, for sure. And I've seen it, um, in my own experience, of people mirroring that energy back to you. And especially on a wedding day, like, no, 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 (laughs) you need to have that, you know, happy vibe and you need to maintain that for your clients, no matter what's going on in wedding days, because we're in this industry can be incredibly stressful and emotional for a lot of people. So it's important that we are that level 
lightheaded and just kind of right that neutral energy so that you know people mirror that back to you right I even think about like I had a client this week she was coming in for a headshot session and I could easily tell, like I was in a really good state. I felt great. I was excited to be like, you know, it was a little bit because of the holidays and being sick. It has been a little bit before I had like worked on somebody. So I was just like feeling good. And I could tell like from the beginning, because every time if people don't normally get their photo taken, you can attest to this, Kate, they're oh, yeah. nervous as fuck. Like, yes, so nervous. you can tell they're just like anxious. So I always try to like, make sure that I'm helping people like prime them before they get into their photo shoot, because like if I'm, I'm like hyping them up and I'm like telling them they look beautiful and like talking about really fun things and hopefully their anxiety dissipates a little bit. So by the time they get to the photo shoot, they feel like relaxed and like in a good mental state to be able to get in front of the camera. This is why I work with you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's why I work with you. Well, and we've had, so we work on, you know, branding sessions a lot um, with our graphic designer, Sarah, like she'll have a referral and then we both will work together to provide this excellent experience for people. Right. And Sarah's gotten so much feedback saying that we're the dream team. Like I, they brought it to life and I was so anxious about this and it was just a breeze working uh, with you guys, Maria from uh, yeah. last year is one of those people. And she was, Maria she was get, so fun. Oh, I loved working with her and she, we spoke um, not too long ago and she said, everyone tells her, her photos are amazing. Oh. And she was like, I attest it to you guys. You guys made me feel amazing. And that's why my photos came out so great. And that's the best testament of making sure your energy's in check and, you know, doing right. a photo shoot. That's a big investment, especially when you're starting a business. And that's why it's so important to feel a connection with the photographer and to make sure they are bringing that energy um, that you want to showcase in your photos and help, you know, I haven't, an, it's an art to pull that out of people essentially. Yes. Yeah. It's not, not everybody can do that. So yeah. it's a skill that you should definitely be proud of. Oh, well, thank you. I always say yeah. I love working with the people who hate taking photos because it's a <laughs> challenge for me. Cause I'm like, by the end of our session, you're going to love this experience. And I, I love that. You should put that. <laughs> is that like a tagline anywhere? You should put that places. I've actually, I use that on my consult calls. Um, but now That's that you fun. say that I should probably add it somewhere on my website. That'll somewhere on your website. List. Yeah. Like, I just think that's such a good line and it calls to so many people's anxieties about getting behind a camera or mm -hmm. in front of a camera. Well, and a lot of it, you know, I work with a lot of couples, a lot of it's the guys. Um, but there are like women who are first starting their business. It's a all new territory. They don't know what to anticipate. So yeah, I can totally understand. I've been there. I, totally get where the nerves come in I get nervous for my own freaking photo shoots <laughs> right <laughs> I know after all the times we've freaking done it it's it doesn't I'm always make any like sense, am I gonna <laughs> look like a dork and I think about so I take photos I see all the outtakes from people and I just oh, yeah. know like Julia our photographer just sees some wild faces that I make <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that I think they're fun <laughs> yes yes for sure Okay. So we wanted to kind of give you guys some ideas and just things that we have found really help us to just bump up our serotonin levels and feel good and get back into the routine. So something that's been really big for me this last week, and I think what I can attest to where my mental state has been, I have been getting up in the morning. I recently purchased a spin bike and yes. my little thrift queen ass got it on <laughs> Facebook marketplace. 
need an Instagram that says thrift queen. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, I do. But I've been really enjoying like waking up in the morning. And even if it's like a 15 minute spin ride, I'm like, it just pumps me up. And like, I just feel so good to be moving my body in the morning and like spending that time doing something that is like adding to my life instead of like, you know, scrolling on Instagram or getting right to work emails or like, it has been so good for my mental health and without any backing of like, Oh, I'm trying to do this to lose weight or like, you're just doing it because it makes you feel good. Yeah. I'm just doing this because I feel strong and it feels really, really good to just be moving. So even if you don't have like, you know, a spin bike or whatever, you can get movement in so many different ways. We always talk about this, but it's probably been a while now since I've talked about my love for like YouTube exercise videos. Oh yeah. There's so much free content out there of like, if you like lifting weights, if you like doing like body weight exercises or yoga or dance parties or there's so many options out there and you can find something that you like. It's all about just finding something that you enjoy and then you'll enjoy it. Yeah. This is a big reason I started working with my personal trainer, Logan, who's also a past client of ours. Yeah. <laughs> this is another person we've shared. It's um, crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. But um, just working out, we have that appointment. We work out together Mondays and Wednesdays and then the Tuesdays and Thursdays I'm on my own. But having that accountability for me is crucial. I know this about myself. I I tend to do better when I have someone pushing me a little bit or someone that I have to, um, you know, they're holding me accountable to doing certain things. You have to show up for them. You have to like, yeah, yeah. You have to tell them what's going on. This is my tendency. I, it's something I'm working through, but I have a tendency to show up for others before I show up for myself, but the working out is the best of both worlds. And, um, I feel amazing. My energy levels are through the roof and I was having a lot of fatigue and I'm so glad that I'm sticking with this and feeling strong, like starting my days with feeling strong. I'm like, oh, I can do anything today. (laughs) Yes. It's something so small that makes the biggest difference in your day. Like, like Mm -hmm. I said before, even if it's a 15 minute spin ride, like even those 15 minutes taking out for the time or taking the time out for myself in the morning has changed so much. So I know it might seem daunting to you guys if like movement hasn't been a part of your life in the last, you know, however many years because of COVID or however many reasons, but it's something I really think that you y'all need to consider to get some kind of movement or exercise into your life. Oh yeah. Having an animal too is the perfect excuse to get outside. Well, maybe a dog and not a cat because my cat is lazy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, If you're a dog person. That's a good way to start incorporating that if you're having some resistance in that area. Yeah. And honestly, even just going on walks, mm-hmm. like even if you don't have a dog, but anyway, our second point, just doing more of what you enjoy, whether it's like taking hot baths or treating yourself to ice cream or maybe your favorite meal or anything that when you do it, you feel yourself like physically have a positive reaction to it. And oh, it's pleasure. You- Yeah. Like experiencing pleasure in so many different ways, I think is such a great way to just like remind yourself that things are not as big as they seem. Yeah. And one of the little things that I've incorporated that I find pleasure in, and it might sound dumb to other people, but, um, I hung string lights in my office 
And just that little thing has changed the whole vibe in my office. I get so excited at night, like to work in there. And I was really resisting doing work in the evenings because I was just not feeling great about my space. Right. And, um, even when the sun starts to go down, I'll plug those bad boys in and it just makes it so happy and vibrant. And that was a $15 purchase to right. spice up my, my office and make it feel more warm and inviting. And especially in the winter months, like sometimes we got to push a little bit more to get back into the groove. And right. um, yeah, that little change, that was something I did for myself. I love that you did that. And I can understand, like, it is hard to sometimes get some work done in, at night when all you want to do is just cut up on the couch with your dog. Yeah, and just, like, especially chill. when it's cold. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, but what a nice little thing. Like it probably feels so warm and cozy in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have blankets. So I like wrap up in my big, I have a gaming chair because it's the most comfortable chair I could find Love that. <laughs> sitting in my office. <laughs> That's also another little thing. <laughs> Maybe we need to get you a heated blanket. That, you know, I was thinking about adding a little heater in there because it does get cold. My, my office is on the outer side of the house, so it is a little chilly in there, but yeah, that would even make it even better. I would probably never leave. Right. You'd be so cozy. (laughs) You'd do hours and hours of work. (laughs) I also wanted to bring this up, creating some space in your calendar to do nothing. And if you're anything like me, you need permission to not do anything. And Megan, thankfully, has been that voice of reason for me time to time, especially when I'm getting sick and wanting to push or if I have a ton of stuff going on. But it's okay to literally do nothing. And I've done this. um, I would say I've done I've had one day a week where I've just kind of given myself, you know, even if it's a half day, like four hours where I can do whatever I feel like doing. And this is the, honestly, the recharge that I need week to week. And I think going forward, I'm going to start incorporating this into my schedule, even though I'm creating space to do my workouts and, you know, I get book massages and stuff like that, but just having time, I feel like we take Mm -hmm. that so much for granted, especially when we start getting busy and, um, just starting the year off with having blocks of time where I'm not obligated to do any work or, to entertain anybody but myself you know yeah just doing things that you want to do like almost like if you worked a corporate nine-to-five job and it's like your Saturday where you'd like to do whatever the hell you want yeah it's something we don't experience as (laughs) yeah I was just gonna say being a business (laughs) owner we talked about this the other day that that every day there's something I need to do for my business whether it's a couple tasks or if I need to block off two hours on a Sunday to schedule content and stuff. Like that's just the reality of being a business owner. Most of us gave up our nine to five jobs working the typical 40 hour week to work 60 because we love what we do. And, you know, you need to have that dedication to show up at least some in some way for your business every day. So blocking off that time, especially if we don't have weekends being in the wedding industry, weekends are non-existent most of the time for me. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So next point I am like, this is, this is your, your thing. Yeah. So (laughs) get some vitamin D like that has changed my life. I mean, whether that's like getting outside of nature, even if it's for a few days or a few days, (laughs) (laughs) we all know where Megan's at. (laughs) Right. 
um, even if it's for a few minutes, like in the morning time, you, even if it's literally, you have your cup of coffee and you step out onto your porch or your grass, or like, even oh, if you yeah. stand in front of your fucking window, <laughs> like just get some of that light into your system. I listened to a podcast the other day, one of our favorites, it was, um, it's by Lewis House, like his, uh, school of greatness podcast. And he was talking to a sleep, like, um, somebody that's in the sleep field. That's like really, really high up in the sleep field. But he was talking about how the, there's so much science about like getting bright light into your eyes. As soon as you wake up, even if it has to be artificial light for, you know, if you are somebody that wakes up earlier before the sunrise, Mm -hmm. um, just getting some kind of light bright into your eyes, it, um, immediately kills the melatonin in your system. So you start to wake up like that. I know, ah, but if you I'm, think about I'm such it, a geek when it comes to this stuff. I, I love nerding out about the science right? behind this stuff. Me too. I love, cause it, it like, it makes it concrete to me. Like I like mm-hmm. knowing the statistics and numbers, but it makes perfect sense because think about how many times in the morning when someone turns on your, on a light, you're like, uh, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it makes so much sense because our bodies respond to the, the sun cycle and moon cycles and stuff like that. And think about before we had technology and everything, people woke up when the sun got up and then they went to sleep when the sun went down kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It just, it blew my mind. I loved that. And now in the morning, I've been waking up and like shooting on all the lights. Like I want all of the light on because I want to be able to wake up and like get back into my day. Yeah. That's so interesting. I I open my curtains. That's the first thing I do when I go downstairs and uh, it's mainly for my plants, but (laughs) you're a little, now I'm going to be like, (laughs) It's for me too. Yeah. (laughs) Also, another point about vitamin D is just maybe reach out to your doctor about taking a vitamin D supplement. I recently added this into my routine um, via my therapist recommendation, and I upped my vitamin D like a ton, (laughs) like way, way more than I was taking. And it, I have seen a huge difference in my mental state by just having some more vitamin D because I'm not outside as much as I am in the summer, like during the warmer months and even like fall and spring, my fiance and I, Victor, you guys know, Victor, um, we go hiking a ton. Like we spend a ton of time outside, Mm -hmm. like we're outside a lot. And then once it hits winter, we're both like, you know, obviously it's winter and it's cold and you don't want to go outside. So it's been really nice for me to like level out my vitamin D levels and get some, um, just get some like happiness back in there. Yeah. And I've talked about light therapy too, on the podcast before there are special light bulbs that you can get that mimic the sunlight. I have also, um, when I'm feeling really low every once in a while, I'll go to a tanning bed more so in the winter. I don't do it in the spring and summer because I'm an outdoor lover as well, but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And, um, I, I notice a difference when I do go to the tanning bed, not just in my skin color, but my mood. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I wish there was a way to get that without like the harmful benefits. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only, only drawback. Harmful benefits. You know what I mean? Harmful (laughs) side effects. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) But sometimes my boyfriend would be like, you are mean, go to the tanning bed and come back a new person. He's told me that before. So I love that. (laughs) Hey, listen to his advice. Why not? Yeah. Okay, okay. On another note, eat more nutritious foods. Mm. I don't know about you, Megan, but when I slack off on like my smoothies and my normal eating schedule, oh my God, this wrecks me. Yeah. And even like, if you're somebody that 
tends to like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, oh, I haven't eaten today. Like just actually getting in a habit of eating a breakfast and eating a lunch and like actually eating because your body needs fuel Mm -hmm. to have energy. (laughs) So she's calling me out right now, you guys, because yeah, yeah, (laughs) actually I am. You're right. I wasn't initially, but now I am because this morning we were planning, I was making my breakfast to be energized for the day. And I was like, Kate, did you have your breakfast yet today? And she was like, I'm drinking coffee. I said, that ain't breakfast. Then what did I do? Just keep calling me out. Oh, no. I honestly forgot about the donut. I don't care. (laughs) I'm glad she did. She ate a Krispy Kreme donut so she could have some energy. Balance. I'm I'm not one to deprive myself of things that I like, and I love donuts. So anybody who's having a wedding, if they have a donut bar, I freak out because that's like (laughs) kryptonite for me. Love that. <laughs> but that I'm glad at least you ate something. You got something in your system. Yes. And this is what moving. I'm working on. My trainer's been yelling at me that I don't eat enough. And part of it was I took a year off from working out and I didn't honestly need to eat as much because I wasn't right. burning as much. And so now I'm hungry all the time. Yeah, and, and it's okay I've, to eat. Well, and I've done, she's given me a lot of options because I'm on the go a lot. I'm running to photo shoots or doing client calls and I don't always have time to stop and make like a full on lunch. Right. And so I've been doing a lot of meal prepping and she even told me you can air fry chickpeas. They're high in protein and it'll Mm. satisfy you. And so just planning little things, I'm going to make a batch of those and just have them in a bag. I like granola, which is high in protein too. So I'm doing a little bit more planning, especially when I don't think that I can fit a meal in, or I add in a ton of protein packed stuff to my smoothie, even though that's not eating, I'm still getting nutrients that way. Yeah, exactly. You're getting your nutrients in and you're actually fueling your body. That's the biggest part about this is you are fueling your body to be able to like do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay. The next one, this is, this is all you. Very, yeah. Very partial to me. <laughs> um, and it's something I've been religiously doing for the almost like a year and a half now, but journaling and reconnecting with yourself to release the negative thoughts. And I actually, one of the girls I'm coaching right now, she was, she's sick right now. And she's like, I'm freaking out because I'm not doing the things that I need to do. And I just keep thinking about them over and over. And I told her, I want you to write all that stuff down and literally put it away get it out of your head and on paper you can come back to it later it's not the end of the world and this is what I had to retrain myself to do because I used to fall into that same thought pattern but you know I do this on a daily thing but if I'm having a low day I'm feeding into this even more and doing if not more things all of these things that we're talking about today (laughs) I'm having a bad day. (laughs) And that's just, you know, you get to be the judge of what you need and trusting that you can give yourself what you need. I have nothing to add to that. You did amazing. (laughs) I agree completely. And although I don't, journaling is not a big practice of mine in my daily life. I definitely realize that I use it when I'm in places of like true hardship. Like I'm really struggling mentally or whatever. I think it really is helpful. Like you recommended to your client, like just getting it all out on paper, talking about it, like yeah. just, just vocalizing it, getting it out of your brain. It feels like a mental load. Has you can been release lifted. Yeah. Yes. You can let go of it at least for a period and come back to it. 
Right. Exactly. Come back to it when you're in a better state and you can look at it with almost a bird's eye view rather than being in it and struggling like day to day. Okay. Love that. This is another favorite of mine. Although I have to be honest, I haven't used it in so long. Oh my gosh. You were like so pumped about this and now you have the spin bike. So you're not going to be using it at all. Exactly. So I got a mini trampoline again, (laughs) thrifted on Facebook marketplace, but whatever. Um, I really love my mini trampoline, honestly. Like if you're having a midday slump, like, you know, you're working from home, you're sitting, staring at your screens, getting that out and just jumping on it. You feel like a little kid. And you did it for a little while. I did. Yeah. I got it. You know what it is? It's hard because it, um, like if we had more space, like in our apartment, we don't have a ton of space for me to just like leave it out somewhere. Yeah. So it's hard that I have to like pull it out of our, we keep it in our laundry room, <laughs> like hidden away. <laughs> but if we, if I want to use it, I got to like pull it out and everything. So I have to find a space that maybe I could keep it, that it, I could just slide it from underneath the couch or something, you know? Yeah. Would it fit under your bed? It may be. Yeah. Maybe I can try that because honestly, it really is great to just like sit there and jump on it a little bit. And like, you might look really silly, like laughing and jumping on a trampoline by yourself, but who cares? Because it does wonders for your serotonin. I believe it. Maybe I'll come over and you can spin on the bike and I'll jump on the trampoline. (laughs) What a sight. What a sight. (laughs) You know what, when you, Kate's going to come over later today and I am going to pull out my mini trampoline and you can try it. You haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Sounds like a date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then our next one, this is something I do. I would say every day is mini dance parties often. Yes. Uh, especially, you know, when things are going good, like if I book a client, I will sit there and like dance around with my dog. My dog usually jumps on me. Yeah, of course. It. Um, but I love to listen to music like in the shower. I have a special playlist and, you know, it's my morning meditation music to kind of just help me wake up. And right. I, I move around in the shower too. Sometimes I'm feeling it. So there yeah. are no limits here. And, you know, my boyfriend makes fun of me because I like to dance when I'm cooking too. Yeah. So And cleaning. So I, music is very important in my life. So I love to get my movement in through dancing. Yeah, I agree. I love dancing. Like that's one of my favorite parts of my morning is because I put on fun music. I've uh, admitted to this a couple podcasts ago where I said T-Pain is my guilty pleasure, (laughs) (laughs) but also now we're going to add Akon to that list. (gasps) Akon is like one of those, I feel like millennials are all like a soft spot for him. Soft spot (laughs) for Akon. I'm telling you guys put on an Akon playlist and nostalgia. If you, if you don't dance to that, I think we have some some talking we need to do because that shit that'll make you move. <laughs> My guilty pleasures, uh, Pitbull. Oh, love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. You can't go wrong with Pitbull. There's got to be at least one song you can groove to. <laughs> you know, quick little funny side story. I was speaking to one of my friends last night about. Um, if you guys don't know, Victor and I, my fiance are planning a wedding party like, um, later next year. And one of my friends was asking me questions about it. And she said, um, that she's going to have a pit bull impersonator at her wedding. <laughs> I didn't that know if it was a, a joke. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. I don't know if it was a joke or I could see her doing it for real, but how hilarious. Oh my God. That would <laughs> That's be what so I'll get for your party. No, thank you. <laughs> a pitbull impersonator. 
<laughs> Doesn't he say Mr. 305? Isn't that him? Mr. Worldwide. Yes, that's what it is. Mr. Worldwide. Right. I think right. It, he's got all these titles. <laughs> God. <So>. Anyway. <laughs> So I did this, um, maybe two weeks ago or so I took myself on a little date. Um, this is one of my favorite things. I know some people feel a little uncomfortable with just like going out and being out in public like that alone, but I got over that years ago because I freaking love like going out and going to a really like a lunch spot that I love that like maybe some people in my life don't really care about and then like maybe bringing a book or walking around and maybe going doing like a little bit of shopping or something um I just love getting out and doing something that fuels me and I'm by myself so I have time to like think about things and just like be with me yeah be in your own energy yeah right yeah it's so refueling. So I can highly recommend that you guys, even if you, you don't even have to go out and spend money, even if you go and just like window go shop. and walk around, yeah. yeah, go and window shop. Like, so I've done this with so jewelry. Rejuvenating. I've gone yeah. and been like, okay, like, um, you know, I set like monetary goals in my business and like, I go and pick something out like jewelry wise, like if it's, you know, a necklace or something that I really want. And it might be, you know, ex- more expensive than what I would normally spend, but having that to like kind of motivate me and push me even more to hit my goals is right. like something I really like to do. I also do that with travel. I'll reward myself with it, um, planning a trip to like a bucket list des- destination or something like that. So that is having so fun, like going and picking things out for yourself yeah. and tie it to a future goal is something that I love doing honestly yeah no that is so fun and I think I need to do that yes we're going out later today we can do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love that (laughs) our next one I feel like is a no-brainer plant therapy is Mm. a real thing um both of us are obsessed if you didn't know that already (laughs) yeah yeah for real taking care of my plants. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Taking care of my plants is like some sort of therapy because you're caring for something and it's at the least responsibility level. Do you talk to your plants? I don't know. I don't think so. Do you? I do. Not judging. That's, that's awesome. There's actually like science behind, like if you talk to a plant, um, and nurture it in that way versus like you talk to a plant and use negative words. Uh, oh, I've you'll seen see that. Difference. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my God. You're right. I haven't named my plants. I can't keep up with that, but I do talk no. to them when I'm watering them and stuff. <laughs> I guess yeah, maybe I talk to them. It's like... okay. I'm calling myself out. <laughs> That's fine. I love it. I really do. I think maybe I talk to them in like, oh, you're doing good. <laughs> like, you yeah. Know, yeah. Encouraging words. Sometimes when I walk into my office, which is where a majority of my plants are, I'll be like, good morning, guys. <laughs> We're going to have a great day, which is more, maybe I need to do a reel of me being a crazy (laughs) fucking plant mom, but (laughs) it's a way that I also hype myself up. It's kind of, um, you know, I don't really have, um, coworkers and stuff. So like kind of setting the tone for my day that way, um, is something that I do. And, you know, I talk to my dog also, like he's a person, so whatever if it helps them um, I'll do it exactly if it helps you and them then it's a it's a good situation 
Okay. Our next one kind of goes hand in hand with journaling, but I think it's a little bit different because you don't have to journal this, but just taking some time out for gratitude. Like it really sucks when you're feeling like shit and someone's like, what are you grateful for? (laughs) But the reality is as cheesy as that is, it's real. When we're focusing on just like the shit parts of our life, it just, it feels like shit. It ne- it's never going to feel better, you know? So I really think that when you're in these hard moments, as hard as it might be, just getting to that point where you can say like, okay, even if it's for a moment, you're just like, Hey, I'm really grateful that, you know, I have a roof over my head. I'm really grateful that I talked to so-and-so today. These little things are so life-changing that even if you just take some time out, whether it's in the morning or throughout your day, when you remember, it really can do a lot for your mental health. Oh yeah. I've practiced this, um, especially when I'm in tough situations. So being a wedding photographer, the reality of a camera failing is very real. It's going to happen at some point to every professional photographer. And this actually did happen to me. And, um, I was freaking out for a minute because that's like worst case scenario. And this is why I have two cameras. And I also had a second shooter. So I, I told myself, I'm going to let you freak out for two minutes. And then after that, you're going to figure out a game plan. And then I also expressed like, I'm so glad that I brought a second shooter with me because originally I wasn't supposed to have one. And so just thanking myself for trusting my gut and my intuition in that moment diffused that like panic that was inside of me and the wedding went fine there was nothing to be upset about or freak out about what is that that's not going to help the situation most of the time so I also practice the gratitude when I'm in really really hard situations as well I think that's the best time to practice gratitude like it's good to do it all the time but I really think that Mm -hmm. that is the most um, life-changing is when you're in those hard situations. Oh yeah. And it's definitely a practice. It's not something that you do one time and then it's done kind of thing. Right. It's, you yeah. got to show up every day for sure. Um, another thing on our list, I really like this is essential oils and Megan wrote good smelly things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but not it's like so smelly true. cat, not like smelly cat. We're talking no. about like candles yeah. incense, like all the things I have, uh, eucalyptus diffusers, like wall plug-in diffusers. And mm-hmm. so it keeps my house smelling really good. Yeah. And... Just things, whatever you like in the good smelly department, that <laughs> so funny. <laughs> the good smelly department, that's something to call like in a department store, you know, yeah, like that's yeah, the area. You see a sign. <laughs> <laughs> good smelly. <laughs> But like, you know, whether it is candles or essential oils or incense or like, there are so many different ways that you can introduce scent into your day in a good way. Like for me, putting on my perfume in the morning is like Mm. a very almost therapeutic practice. Like I'm setting myself up for the day and feeling good and like feeling good about how I smell. Like it's such a small little thing. And we've talked about, Kate, we need to just do it at a certain point. Uh, plant shop that we love to visit here in Charlotte. It's called Plant House and they sell eucalyptus bundles that you can put on your shower head. And even just that small, you know, when you take a shower in the morning and you have the eucalyptus going throughout your shower, that can be such a mood booster. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know, this is total sidebar, but it's related. Bear with me here. The Grove Park Inn. Have you heard of their spa? Yes. In Nashville. Okay. They have a eucalyptus room. And if you book a spa treatment there, you get access to all of their spaces, including the eucalyptus room. 
And um, it's been on my bucket list. And when I found out about that, I was like, oh my God, I have to do that. Have to do it. That is amazing. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to plan like a girl's date to go there. (laughs) Yeah. I've never actually been to a spa. So that's like a real thing I want to do. So fun. Yeah. And oh I would love it. I, that's a whole other topic for another time. But you can also use smells to associate like positive things with. And mm-hmm. um, I saw this thing. Um, someone had recommended anytime you go on a extravagant trip, like if you're going out of the country or visiting a new place, they recommend to get a different like scent, whether it's lotion, perfume deodorant and so I did this with Costa Rica and I got a deodorant that was lime scented and every time Mm. I smell that deodorant now it takes me right back to Costa Rica so if I'm having a bad day I'm pulling out the lime deodorant (laughs) I love that it's such a small thing but that's going to be ingrained in me for forever and it was something I tested and I didn't realize it until I came back from Costa Rica and I used it and I was like whoa it like, I don't know. I could just picture Costa Rica, where we were staying, what I was doing. And it was just a really cool way to remember significant things. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that that is something that you don't think about. Like nobody thinks about the idea of a scent memory. That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. But you also think about how many times in your daily life that you smell something and you're like, oh my God, that reminds me of this one time back when I was like six oh, yeah. years old and, and whatever. I think that's such a smart idea. What a great recommendation. I'm going to have to do that for upcoming vacation. Yes. Yes. I associate the hemp lotion with the beach. So anytime you I really? go to the beach, yeah, that's why I love that lotion. So anytime I use it, I'm like, Ooh, beach vibes. Mm, beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is another one that I know we all hear so often, but setting small achievable goals can do a lot for your mental health. So little things that, um, when you have a really large goal, it can feel so overwhelming. Like we've talked about our our goals for this year on this podcast. And my, one of my goals was setting or investing 10 K this year. It's a big lofty goal. I really want to achieve it, but I decided that I'm going to celebrate every thousand dollars that I invest. Yeah. Whenever that happens, I'm going to celebrate every single thousand. So instead of me being able to celebrate only once, I'm now celebrating 10 times this year. Yeah, I love that. Love that so much. And you can do this even in your daily, like celebrate the promises you kept to yourself or celebrate the things that you got done or celebrate the one good deed that you did for the day. You know, it can be any of those things. Yeah, it really just makes so much space for playfulness and celebration in your everyday life that it doesn't feel like it has to be the secret thing that you only keep for like big events. Mm -hmm. Like you're allowed to celebrate the small things that make you feel good. Yeah. And like you said, it just adds more fun and play into that. And that energy is just going to bring more positivity your way. Exactly. We also want to talk about planning new experiences and adventure and having things to look forward to. So when this episode releases, we're coming back from our workation that we planned in the Florida Keys. And we did a workation last year that was so much fun in Charleston. And honestly, I think this is going to be some or a ritual that we do yearly with Please. some of our um, close business friends. And there are a couple of perks in it to this being an entrepreneur, it's good to have fellow entrepreneurs that you can share wins with hardships with, and people that actually get 
the sacrifice and dedication that goes into running your own business because um, not everyone is in that headspace. So I love that point of it. And then we also we're planning a trip to give ourselves space to play, but also to integrate working. So whenever I go on a trip with my boyfriend, he is like, oh my God, what are you doing with your laptop? Like, I'm not allowed to bring (laughs) any work stuff with me, right? (laughs) which I get, like you want to be intentional with your time. And I have a tendency to take advantage of (laughs) being able to work on stuff. So I love that we have integrated both of these things. So we don't have to feel guilty about setting aside time to work on our businesses. And then we get to spend time with friends who are like-minded and love to do the same things and aren't going to judge us if we decide, okay, I'd rather stay and work on some of this stuff because I'm in a flow. Right. Exactly. I love something we were talking about before we hopped on today is that, like I was saying before, January was really hard. January is always hard for me. It's just one of those things that like, it just sucks. It's the winter slump, you know, it's after the holidays, all those things, but having this workation scheduled for the beginning of February did so much for my mental health. Cause every time I was in one of those, like, you know, blah moments, I can be like, Oh, you know, I'm so freaking excited to be at the beach in the beginning of February. I'm so excited to be, you know, in that state. So even if for a moment I'm escaping, it has been really, really helpful for me to have that little bit of escape escapism. Oh yeah. Even this is, I've always been like attached to planning adventure and trips even before I became an entrepreneur. And I think that's why I've had so, um, so much fun energy in my life is because I'm constantly planning for the next thing. And I'm not saying like, I'm not being present or enjoying the things when they come and go, but just having something to work towards and to motivate you. Honestly, this work trip is what's been keeping me going. (laughs) If I'm being 100% honest, I've had a a rough month. that has been challenging for me, testing for me. So I'm -hmm. really glad that we have this trip so I can celebrate, you know, staying true to myself and keeping that positive mindset no matter what happens. Right. Right. No, I couldn't agree more. Okay. So this is our, our final last point. Points. Yeah. <laughs> our last point. This is a really amazing episode and it's going to be longer than some of our other ones that we've been releasing, but I think this is going to be a really great episode for you guys to save and keep for those down moments. Mm-hmm. But our last point is just saying that, you know, like while all this can be really, really helpful and great to keep you going in those kind of slow moments, Sometimes you just need to go and talk to somebody. Sometimes you need to go to therapy. Sometimes you need to hire a coach or a mentor or somebody to be able to get you out of that slump. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's actually really great that you're able to say to yourself like, hey, I need help right now. And the only thing I can think to do is like talk to somebody about it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Last year was probably one of my hardest years. And that's why I invested in a coach for the entire year. Right. And that was something I hadn't done before, but oh my God, the benefit I got out of that experience and, um, just being able to add in things that I had been wanting in my business for so long and didn't know how to do it. That's also like being able to accept, okay, like I'm not an expert in this. I need someone to kind of guide me. And even though we worked on business stuff, a lot of it was emotional and it just goes to show that your personal shit is going to show up in your business. 
there's no way to get around that. And especially when you're in expansion and you're trying to grow, all this shit is going to resurface. And I'm speaking from my own experience and it's something that's not ever going to go away in your business. Like I said earlier, it's not something you do once and then you're, you're cured. You know, Mm -mm. this is always going to evolve with you and there's always going to be something that you got to work through. That's just something I've accepted for myself. And, you know, sometimes you need help working through things that come up unexpectedly. And those types of things are triggers for you. That was a trigger for me for a long time. And, um, sometimes you just need someone to kind of hold your hand through that. And that's totally okay. Right. Like I said, it's even better. And I also Mm -hmm. want to mention that I know that not everybody is cool with like talk therapy. Like some people are just like, so turned off by that. And I totally get, it's not for everybody, but you guys also need to remember that there are different time, different types of therapy. There's art and music and movement. And there's so many different types of therapy out there that you don't have to just go in somebody's office and sit in front of them and be like, hi, this is my life story. Um, mm-hmm. If that's not for you, there are so many different ways that you can experience the benefits of a therapeutic environment without actually having talk therapy involved. Yeah. One of mine is yoga, yoga class. It's an hour where I literally leave all of my shit at the door and I focus on breathing. That's literally, and that's the only place I can really go and meditate and quiet my mind. I don't know what it is, but that's the only way I can do that. I think part of that is that it's creating such a safe space for you to be able to like truly be in that. And And I think also, (laughs) I was just going to add like, there are also people who are like deep breathing and work mm. like letting go of their own stuff. So I think that's the permission that I kind of need. Like you said, that safe space. Right. Yeah. And even finding somebody like my therapist and I are in the middle of planning a excursion to go to a like smash room, <laughs> like where we go and like, like <sighs> smash it. I wish you guys could have seen my reaction. I'm like, what? What is this? I need this. (laughs) So like you go, I'm sure some, some of you must've heard about this, but you basically go into a room. You can bring whatever you want into that room, like plates or cups or whatever. They give you safety gear. You have to wear like, you know, close to shoes and all that. And you literally go in and like smash shit against the walls. I need to do this next time I'm mad. Yeah, for real. But that's what I mean. And what I wanted to say is you can find therapists out there, especially in the day and age that we're living in that are doing these different types of therapy that are willing to go and and experiment with these things. So it's all about just like truly looking and trying to find somebody that's going to work for you. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. There's salt room therapies, right? There's like, um, there's light therapy that you can Mm -hmm. do. The options are endless there. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to leave y'all with one final little piece of information. It's one of my favorite quotes and something to remember when I'm in my hard times is that what you focus on expands no matter what it is. If you are focusing on all the negative, if you're focusing on the shit of your life and you know, this happened to me 10 years ago, this happened to me eight years ago, whatever, all of that is just going to expand it. And it's going to create your future. If you're focusing on all the good things and the fact that you have a roof over your head and you were able to eat breakfast this morning, or you were able to go outside for a walk and move your legs, that is going to expand. The positive expands. So it's just something to keep in mind for the next time you're in those shit moments that sometimes you just need to like snap out of it and get back to life. Ah, oh, that was a perfect way to end it. I can't Thank add you. anything else. <laughs> Leave me speechless. <laughs> 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know for a fact that I loved recording this episode. Same here. I can talk about this all the time. Same, honestly. (laughs) So if you guys want to go further, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or you can send us an email on our website. All the things. We're here for you guys. 